Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so happy to see you alive all the way in Oklahoma in the Tahlequah. Live from Tahlequah. I'm alive. I'm pretty impressed. (laughs) You should be. I mean, I don't even know if it is technically Tahlequah because it is in the middle of BFE. I mean, like no cell service. No, I took a lot of dirt roads to get to my destination. Suck a oh, couple no dead way. armadillos on the way. 
Yep. Last time I think I had reception, I was passing the Rabbit Trap Cafe, which I thought was a real interesting name. (laughs) I took note. Did you take pictures at least? No, I did not. I was just like, oh, Toto, we are not in Kansas anymore. Oh, my God. I am so glad you made it. But it's green, about a million degrees, but beautiful. Is it the humid kind of million degrees? Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty humid. Do you have makeup on already? Well, I had that's funny you asked because yeah, actually I did was able to do my lashes and my nails because on the way here there was a unfortunate tragic accident involving a semi truck and it's just a two lane highway, so I had an hour and a half to kill. <laughs> so by the time I showed up, I looked real pretty. <gasps> Oh, that's awful. So sorry, but I'm so glad that you're alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have time to check your Instagram? Because we have some Brittany news. Okay, I have been, you know, being social because I'm with family. But I did see a little something about something her, her brother is saying something. Yeah. I mean, her brother went on some podcast, not ours. Damn it. I know, fucker. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty sad story. He's like, she does not drive. She does. I mean, I think she has locked in that house and all she has is the boyfriend. Thank heavens. Yeah, but we all knew that. And that's what they need to do maybe is just kind of tell us like, so what's the deal? Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's, that would be better. Yeah, that would be better. But guess what? I saw some cool celebs. Oh, I thought where, that you would be. Where did you go? Real. Okay. The Grove. Where are you I going? You can't go no, shopping. In Malibu. Ooh, no, that's fancy. One of my favorite destinations. Yeah, it sure is. And right when I got there, I saw your favorite, or maybe not your favorite, but one of your faves, Dorit. Oh, yeah. I like I like Dorit. She's a fashionista. Dude, yeah, she was actually even there. She had some real chunky, big white shoes on, kind of like, you know, those work boots that men wear Yeah, doing construction? Mm-hmm. She had a white version of that. And PK was actually wearing the men's version, like straight up. Oh, matchy, like, matchy. Mm, his weren't white. His were like. What is the brand? Like Columbus or something? What is that brand? Oh, no. Car- you think it's Carhartt? I forget what the brand is, you guys. Carhartt. I think it might be that. I don't know what the brand is, but whatever. You know, they're like yeah, tan color with like the dark. No, Timberland. That's what it is. Timberland. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was wearing those and she was wearing the white version. And then she had some like tights on, real long wavy hair. Like she used that crimper that has like the three little. Yeah, I have one of those. It do, it doesn't that of course it works for her. It does not. It it don't work for me. It makes me look real stupid. But you know what I love well, about it works her? Works for her because she has fake hair. Oh yeah, I love the way she talks to her husband. I feel like we could use some lessons from her. Like they just like adore <laughs> each other. You know, she's never. Know. You never see her like oh PK, ugh. You know, rolling her eyes like ugh. You never get that. All the other ones do. She adores him. I guess she really, because he is not cute at all. He's charming. It's the accent. I love an accent. I do. 
I know that's the only reason. And then I saw Joe Montana. You saw Joe Montana and you knew who it was, Tab. I'm so proud of you. I know. I knew you would be. I did recognize him. And then I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Like racking my brain, you know? Oh and then I'm God, like, oh, my God, you guys. It's oh, Tabitha's it, worst quality is she doesn't know dick about football. Irritates the shit out of me. I am so happy I, for you. I know. So his sons are so handsome. My whole table of girls that we went with was like drooling. Swoon. Yeah. Hopefully they're over 18. <laughs> I think they're in their 20s, but they're a little young. Some like, lucky lady. How cool is the last name Montana? I mean, that is like. Oh, totally. That's where it's at. Yeah. I know, right? And his wife is so. I mean, the whole family was just like. Gorgeous. A Hate dream them. family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And then while I was walking out, I saw two musicians that I always see. It's no surprise, but very cool. Travis Barker from Blink-182 mm-hmm. and Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers. So just being cool, having Nobu on like a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. And we had a conversation about who our celebrity, like, who would you do if you could like do anybody a cheat? What is that called? A hall pass. A hall pass. That's right. Mm-hmm. And these girls... Only one of them really knows me. The others, they all know me, but not like no, no me. Mm -hmm. Not like all you guys listening know me. Okay. Yeah. And when I said Justin Bieber, they all almost fell off their fucking chair. Oh my God. That's how much they actually don't know me. (laughs) I feel like everybody would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then I said Brad Pitt. Yeah. But I was like, no, if he was sitting right here, I'd go to the bathroom with him in a hot minute. They were like, what? (laughs) I'm like, no, I would. (laughs) <laughs> well, they've just never seen it in person. I've seen it in person where you're like, I'm in love. Let's find out. That's it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hey, who would your hall pass be? I'm going to have to think on that tab. I mean, I would have said Matthew McConaughey forever. No, he's not doing it for me that's anymore. it anymore. Maybe Will Ferrell. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, then him. you would like Chad Smith. He looks just like Will Ferrell. Oh, he's not funny, Macaulay though. Peppers. Oh, I know. The funny factor. The funny thing is it's what it's- does it for me. Sorry, Fred. True. <laughs> well, you are telling the story today, which you already told. Thank heavens. I already told it know. before we left. So this is really live. Live from Oak, Oaky Smokies. Muskogees. Yeah. And um, yeah. Clink, clink. I hope you're drinking a lot of that uh, squirt and tequila. I yeah. No, it's Moscato out of a box. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you get a headache? Uh, yes, I did. And uh, but beggars can't be choosers. So I'm going to I'm going with it. Also, we need an extra clink clink because we're all alive because we survived the Daybell's prediction that the world was going to end. Holy shit. I know. We did, you know, so clink clink to that, y'all. And just so you know, I mean, it kind of hurt me a little bit because I've been taking my kids to Sonic and I did eat one of those blasts. Because I thought I'm not going down without, without having, having the ice like cream. That? Right. And just in case. I know. Me too. So and it I was delicious. also had ice cream. Yeah. And a little dessert. Mm-hmm. Because if I wasn't going to wake up, I'd be real pissed that I didn't. So that bitch Lori made us a little bit fatter. That's how evil you know she what? is. Evil, evil schmeagle. Why don't we just call everybody Lori's? 
instead of Karen because, and Chrissy. Because people are loving those Chrissy t-shirts. Get some, y'all. Get some. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, we just had some guy join our group, and he said that he would stop listening if you ever stop saying, eat a dick, Chrissy. Oh, I never will. I never will. <laughs> All right. Well, clink, clink to your, to your Moscato in a box and your mm-hmm. headache. I hope you brought a lot of Advil. I did. I'm prepared. Just in case we catch COVID on the road, I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm a walking pharmacy. Okay, good. And I am drinking my Crystal Light. Okay. Still. Good for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's, let's hear your episode. Let's do it. All right, Tab. Today, I am going to tell you about a crime that took place in Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Heard of it? I have. I think I've been Population. there. Population. You do? Yeah, because my stepdad is from St. Joseph, Missouri. Oh, interesting. So. Okay. Well, it's a pretty big place. Population 168,000. Mm-hmm. You can buy a nice little house for 150K. And a McMansion for a million. Are we moving? Yeah, dude, for a million bucks, you get a shack in my neighborhood. Yeah. Which is why I don't own. Yeah. Okay. In 2012, it was home to the Stodd family. Mark and Diane married out of college. Mark got a degree in communications, but much like my degree, he never put it to use. He was a music man. He was real passionate about playing um, in a blues band. And he was like the front guy. He was real good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So playing weekend gigs in Missouri doesn't really pay the bills. So it was a good thing that Diane was an RN. She made enough money to support the family. The couple had four children, three girls and one boy. Mark was known as kind of a Mr. Mom. And people thought that the whole, like, you know, Mr. Mom, the wife, you know, going out, bringing home the bacon and him doing the kid raising was unusual, apparently, but like not a big deal. They seemed like an all right family. One day, Mark got sick. His bandmates told him, you look like shit, bro. And they told him he needed to get checked out. He was like sweating, off color, you know, when someone just has that. Heart problems. That means heart problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they thought, right? He's this middle-aged guy. Okay. But sadly, he didn't go to the doctor. Like a lot of men. Like every man that I know, they all resist going to the damn doctor. Yeah. So on a Sunday morning, while his family was all at church, it was actually Easter Sunday. Family's all at church. He stays home because he's sick and he passed away. (gasps) They came home to find him dead in bed. That's so sad. Yeah. Should have gone to the doctor's. Should have gone to the doctor, Mark. Now, this was really sad, but Mark's friends and families say they weren't that surprised because Mark, you know, 
He smoked and drank and he was in his 60s and he never really took care of himself. And so, you know, that happens to middle-aged men. Sometimes they just drop dead. Yeah, it's true, especially if you're unhealthy. Yeah. So there wasn't an autopsy because the coroner ruled it was natural causes and he was cremated. Diane threw the funeral at her church. And by the way, Diane loved church. She was a bit musical too, like her husband. She actually played the organ Mm. for the church. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds like torturous to me. Playing the organ? Organ music, I don't find um, pleasing. No, I don't either. Why do they have that at the church? I'd rather a piano only. Yeah. Piano is so beautiful to me. And organ is like... When I do go to church, which is never, but when I do go, they play much better music. Well, because the church that you go to is like all hipster. Yeah. Okay. So Mark is, you know, passed away, gone, dead. And Diane received a $20,000 payout in life insurance. Not that much. 20,000, not very much. It's, you know, not chump change, but not that much money either. Mm -hmm. But it was enough for Diane to move her and the kids out of the house, you know, because they don't want to stay in the house where her husband had died. Okay, I can understand that. And, you know, they got a fresh start in a new neighborhood. When her and the kids moved, they kept to themselves. Neighbor Rhonda, which I I love that name, Rhonda. Rhonda? Help me, Rhonda, right? Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda, that one. Right? Yeah, it is a pretty name. Yeah. She said she tried to, you know, holler at them. But uh, they never made eye contact. They just closed the garage and left her hanging when she tried to wave, which I am still trying to do that with my new neighbors. With the sons. I have not made eye contact since the one day when they threw the drunk part, you know, the party. (laughs) Yeah. I still haven't said hello. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know, right? It's that Orange County mentality. They're evasive. Yeah, but I did figure out that the dad drives both the Tesla and the truck. Like he's evening it out. Isn't that interesting? That's what I thought. I thought he had yeah. both of them. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah, okay. So back to the story. So fine. What other people, some people think it's not smart to get to know your neighbors. Clearly my neighbors all think that about me. You know what they say, you know, don't shit in your own backyard. Okay. Okay. So Diane Stott and the kids didn't completely keep to themselves all the time. Diane and her daughter, Rachel, were on Facebook a decent amount. Rachel was at Missouri State at the time that her dad passed away, and her sister, Sarah, was also at school in her final semester. So let me tell you a little bit about Diane's Facebook. I'm sure we all know someone like this in our Facebook lives. Diane is that old lady that just posts memes like 95% of the time. That's like all of uh, our panic party. I just post memes too. I, think I know, so but funny. at least our memes in panic party are all funny. 
Diane's memes are all like Bible quotes and cute animals. Like that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know lots of people like that actually. Yeah. I have relatives. Th- I, I think it's pretty common. I have relatives like that, that that's all they, you know, all they post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, no shame in that game. Okay. She rarely posts anything about her kids with the exception of her daughter, Rachel. Rachel and Diane have a thing on Facebook. They are like, you are the best one ever. Like, it's always like, oh, mom, thank you for my mom. She's the best mom in the world. And, you know. Back and forth like that. Yeah, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it's it, like it's a little extra. Yeah. Okay. So after Mark passed away, Diane posted... Sadly, my husband of 27 years went on to his eternal home. Within the week, she was back to posting memes memes about, yeah, about chocolate, puppies, and God. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone really judged Diane for being so business as usual on Facebook, but when Rachel posted on her Facebook that she had never seen her mom so chill within a month of her dad passing away, people did think, hmm, that's kind of an interesting to post. Like weight has been lifted off the mom's shoulders kind of chill. Like, oh my God, my mom is like the best. That's literally what the post literally says. Wow, I've never seen my mom so chill. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, it kind of makes sense when you take a little deeper look into their family dynamic. Mm -hmm. It turns out the whole Mr. Mom arrangement for the Stodd family was not really working for Diane. She had grown real resentful of Mark never having a real job and her shouldering all the financial burden for the family. So she wasn't exactly torn up about his sudden death. Well, that's what I mean. Like a weight has been lifted. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through years of Diane's timeline. She wasn't feeling him. Like I don't think she ever went to one of her husband's gigs. You know, she, which I would think you would do, right? I would. I don't think she went anywhere but work in church. Just based off that. Okay. According to nosy neighbor Rhonda... She doesn't even know how Diane got her mail because she was always checking for her and she never <laughs> saw her. You're like a Rhonda. Yeah, I am. I'm Rhonda. I'm going to call yeah. you a Rhonda. I was like, I know this girl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rhonda didn't know anything about the dad, Mark, passing away since they had moved to the neighborhood after it's not like they had conversations where they they said that they lost their husband yeah she had lost her husband five months ago so one day when Rhonda was you know looking out snooping snooping something stopped her dead in her tracks the county coroner was in the driveway when he left Rhonda took herself right on over to the house and said hey I saw the coroner was here. Are you all okay? Yeah. And according to Rhonda, Diane very matter-of-factly said, yeah, my son died. What? Yeah. Rhonda thought like, yeah, just like you. What? Oh my God, that's awful. But she noted that Diane did not seem that broke up about it. 
what is with her? So the son was Sean Stodd. He was 26. And according to Diane, he had the flu and had suffered from seizures in the past. And she wasn't sure, but imagined that it was a fatal seizure that was the cause of his death. There was an autopsy, but Sean's death remained kind of a mystery. And there just weren't a lot of people around to raise many questions. Sean was autistic and he, he didn't appear to have many friends. Diane didn't even hold a funeral for him or post an obituary. Dude, she's a cold-hearted bitch. Yeah, she is. She just cremated her son and, like, called it a day. Within a week, she was back to posting memes about her love of coffee and her daughter, Rachel. She did not post a single picture of Sean. In fact, I don't think she ever posted a picture of him. They weren't even Facebook friends. Sean had 19 friends on Facebook and no one even acknowledged that he died. Like, I don't think they were people he like knew in real life. Mm -hmm. His posts are all like, you know, cartoons and farts and immature like boy stuff. But I think it's really sad that he has just been kind of forgotten forgotten yeah yeah a forgotten soul that's so sad yeah so no males in the house it's just diane her 12 year old daughter brianna rachel and sarah sarah hadn't really gotten her shit together since she graduated she had majored in french oh, well that's oh. useful Polyvieux Francais, right? And <laughs> French <laughs> French translator jobs are not so easy to come by in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, sometimes I question people when they do shit like that. Like, it's a beautiful language, but... What are you going to do with it? Teach French. That's what you have to do. So her student loans were starting to add up. And Diane wanted her to move out and support herself. Like, Diane, I'm thinking, maybe cut her some slack. Her dad and her brother died this year. But like I've told you, Diane, she don't dwell on life's downers. She was over it. Well, Sarah never got a chance to get it together and, you know, show Diane that she could put that French degree to use because she got real sick. Now she's real sick. sick. Now she's sick. And did we ever find out how the Sean died? No. No. Diane and Rachel took her to the hospital and she was admitted to the ICU. Now Diane took to Facebook again and asked for prayers. Sarah's body was shutting down and she suffered a brain hemorrhage that left her with irreversible brain damage, but the doctors could not figure out what was wrong. Then police showed up at the hospital and asked them if Sarah's condition could be a result of poisoning. And the doctors said, well, Yeah, actually, that would make sense. 
You see, the police had gotten a phone call from an anonymous tipster who thought that something didn't smell right with all these sudden tragedies going on in the Stott house. Rhonda? Was it Rhonda? It was not Rhonda. Oh. Gonna hopefully, I was hoping it was Rhonda. I, you know, you would think I thought it was Rhonda when I first learned it was an anonymous tipster. It's got to be somebody at church. You're right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. It was Diane's pastor. Pastor. This is always (laughs) it's a pastor. 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 Okay. So while Sarah was still in the ICU. Diane apparently was still going to church. And the pastor learned that Sarah was like in the ICU and not expected to make it from another churchgoer. Now, given that there had been two previous deaths in the family in the past year, and Diane was like, no sweat, you don't need to find someone else to play the organ on Sunday, he thunk. Uh, something's whack. So he called the police. So while Sarah is fighting for her life, police bring in Diane to question her. In the interview, they ask her about her husband and her son. And she is very casual about it, even like jovial, which remember her daughter is in ICU. So it's way crazy that she's like, oh yeah, well, yeah. Okay. My husband and son, yes, they both passed away. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. So surprisingly, it doesn't seem to take much for the truth to come out. The detectives ask her, so basically all of your family members had flu-like symptoms and then died or almost died because your daughter's in ICU. And Diane says, well, okay, I think they were all drinking antifreeze because they wanted to kill themselves. And she tells police, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm real mad about it. Oh, my God. It's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Then the detective just says, you know, I think that you know that they were all drinking antifreeze, Diane because you were giving it to them. And she says, okay, I was. Oh my God. And then she just confesses to it? That's it. Yeah. She went on to explain that she hated her husband's guts. Oh. He was a deadbeat. And Sean and Sarah were just burdens on her and that she thought they would never grow up and contribute and that they always trashed the house. Wow. So I get that. I mean, okay, bad joke. Just kidding. (laughs) Listen, I got home last night at, my house was clean. And when we got home, we got home at 6.30. I woke up today at 7 a.m. to a house that was trashed. I don't know how it happens. It happens. It, It happens so fast. It's like. That is the best feeling though. Like when you get home from vacation. That you've had that you have your shit together enough that you've like made the beds before you left. Yes, that is a really good yep. feeling. 
that makes me so happy. It does. Because it doesn't, 90% of the time, that is not the case in my it's house. It's like 99.9% of the time. This time it, I forgot. I was like, oh my God, it's so awesome to come in here. And then I woke up in the morning and it was shit <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. Halfway because we had to unload our car and then, you know, I got to put it all away now. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. It, so she's she's pissed that they're making messes and she's- They're making messes and they're not going to contribute. She's sick of being the one that is making all the money for to support everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure 99% of women feel that way and some men too. It's totally bizarre to hear this like holier than thou woman. I mean, she is like devout into the church. And when you read through all of her stuff, everything is, you know, I love me some Jesus. It's like, how do you how do you rectify this? I do not think that God is cool with you poisoning your family to death. Okay. Hello, there is a thing called the Ten Commandments, and one of them is like, "Thou shalt not kill." Thou shalt not kill, right? Thou shalt not lie. I mean, there's like a few of them that she's doing right now. And let me tell you, antifreeze is a bad way to go. You have to give it to them over a period of time. 
it's not like just one dose will do you in. Like she had to have been poisoning them for weeks and watch them just fall apart. Watch all someone's organs. That's awful. You know, quit on them and get horribly sick. She said that she put it in their Coca-Cola. Which, again, it's like, how much Coca-Cola do you drink that she could continually put antifreeze in it? I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't buy soda. They must be drinking a lot of Coca-Cola, but how much antifreeze does it take? Probably not that much. She said a couple of teaspoons in all their drinks. This also blows my mind that they drank so much soda because they're all extra skinny. Oh, extra. Maybe they drank diet. Yeah. Listen, look, it was not diet. It was regular, full on Coca-Cola. Listen, looking at Diane, she's so skinny. I think maybe she just needed to like order some pizza and some edibles. (laughs) And and she wouldn't have been so aggro about, you know, nobody picking up her house. Edibles. That's what I think. That actually probably wouldn't have been the best thing for her the best thing for diane i think they were edibles were made for diane calm her shit down yes yes because i think i would imagine that a lot of um hangry people commit murder yes right yes no one eats a pizza and an edible and then is like i'm gonna poison my kids no i mean not that i know of doesn't okay psa okay so The detective gets her to spill the beans about, you know, how she did it in the Coca-Cola and everything. And then he asks her to get up. Like, and he says, you know, Diane, we're going to have to arrest you. And he puts the cuffs on her and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, arrest me. Formalities. I get it. Like, she's still joking with them. Like, it's no big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. So Diane's arrested and they proceed with the investigation by questioning Rachel about what she knows about how batshit crazy her mom is. And they are also searching the house while she's being interviewed. So they're just questioning Rachel like we're going to build a case against yo mama. So we're just they're just trying to get any more details they can for their case. Right. Okay, so at the house, they find the antifreeze was in plain sight right next to the Coca-Cola. And they also found a journal that belonged to Rachel. And one particular entry had them saying, what the fuck? It was dated a year prior, so before anyone had died. And it read, it's sad that my dad will die in the next two months and my brother will pass shortly after it will be tough getting used to the changes but it will all work out in the end wow yeah wow so when rachel's interview started like i said it was just an interview to see what she knew about diane but mid-interview is when they learned about this journal and then they were briefed and about the discovery of this and everything that it said. And so the interview turned into, you know, interrogation, right? Yeah. 
Rachel initially tried to say that she had written in her journal because she had been having some dreams about everyone dying. Okay. But just like her mom, it didn't take much for her to admit like, okay, mom and I started talking one Christmas about, you know, offing everyone. So we started Googling the best way to do it together. And we learned antifreeze is the way to go. Oh, my God. Bananas. Okay. At first, Rachel says it was just supposed to be her dad. But her mom insisted on Sean and Sarah, too, because they were such burdens. You can really see the similarity in Rachel and her mother's personalities because they both have this way of explaining killing everyone like it's logical. They describe it like you would say, we were out of white wine, so I had red. They were all a burden, so we got rid of them past the butter. I mean, it's just like this very monotone, matter-of-fact way they have of describing it. So the result of this was they end up arresting Rachel, too. And they came across some more creative writing that Rachel had penned in her purse. It was a poem that said, At first there were six, and now there are three. Only the quiet ones remain, my mom, my little sister, and me. Creepy. Creepy. Okay. Really effing creepy. Yeah. I mean, she's just walking around with this little note in her purse. What is wrong with people? Yeah, never put anything in writing. You're so dumb. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) apparently the last three, like she says in her poem, wasn't even the final goal tab. When police questioned Rachel a couple of days later, she said they were going to get to her 12-year-old sister, Brianna, eventually too. What is wrong with these fucking psychos? This is... it's. This is like, yeah, this is serial killer shit in the own family, yeah. which is yeah, real weird. So police also asked her, why did you take Sarah to the hospital? I mean, I imagine that they are asking her this probably think like, did y'all have some kind of remorse? Regret? Yeah. 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 And this is her response. Because houses are nasty after somebody's died in it. Okay, what does that mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I get a lot of nightmares. Like yeah. after Sean died, I moved into his room and it was awful, awful, awful in there. Okay, so Tab, what do you think about that? What do I think about that? I think she's like loco in the cabeza. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so weird. And um It's such a weird relationship. They say they are the only ones that really understand each other, Rachel and her mom. It's like they're in love, but it's mother and daughter. It's super icky. Yeah, icky is icky is like the only word I can like think of. So I know some mother daughter pairs that are like a little too close to, and I'm not talking like a pedophilia type of thing but they just have this like 
really interesting bond, you know? Yeah. There's a show that came out on We. I haven't watched oh. it, surprisingly. It's called like Smothered. And these moms like take yes. showers yes. with their adult children. Yes. Uh, I have heard about this show and I've heard different things about it. And that is exactly like that, right? They have some really strange relationship and it's got to have come from the mother manipulating the daughter from birth. You know what I mean? It's got to be like a, a slow progression of mind fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, from watching this whole family, it's like this Rachel, she was the smartest one in the family. Was she the oldest? She was not the oldest. She was the third in line. So it was Sean and then Sarah and then Rachel, but Rachel was the brightest and she was musically talented and artistic. She had everything that the mom wanted in a child to be. Yes. Yes. And everybody else probably had something lacking that the mom just didn't like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how old was Rachel when they got arrested? 23, I think. An adult. Like maybe younger than that. Maybe 21. But like not 17. No, 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 no. No, she was in college. Yeah. So she's, you know, going to go to jail forever. Yeah. So before the trial, they were able to test remaining tissue sample from Sean's autopsy. So apparently they had done an autopsy on Sean, but they didn't, like, they went through the formalities of, like, taking it, but not really, like, analyzing all the results, you know? So it wasn't until all this happened that they actually did do a in-depth analysis and they found that chemical antifreeze that yeah yeah evidence of antifreeze okay so um you know i mean they have that mm-hmm. physical evidence in addition to the confessions so you know it's pretty cut and dry so diane and rachel both pled guilty Diane was sentenced first and Sarah, who survived. She survived. Yeah, she did. And she's not brain dead? She has brain damage. She does. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay, so she read a statement. Diane didn't make eye contact with her or show any emotion. And Sarah said, you not only took away my dad and my brother, but you took away my independence because she is now living in an assisted living facility because of the complications she suffered from the poisoning. I don't know exactly what all the ramifications were besides her speech is slowed. I am surprised that she's living in an assisted facility just from what I've seen because she is really impressive. She has this really cute warm smile and she does not look like Rachel and Diane like Rachel and Diane look just like each other they are each other they're like evil yeah wicked evil people that I don't even understand how somebody could be placed on earth like that yeah 
So then the youngest Dodd kid, Brianna, you know, she was the next on the list yeah. to get poisoned. She was sent to foster care mm-hmm. where she has remained since yeah. her mother's arrest. Who's yeah. going to adopt a 12-year-old? That's a really hard <sighs> age to be adopted. It's really out. hard. And it's weird. I mean, the whole thing, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what was going on in their lives because their Facebook profiles are still up, but they weren't close with any of their extended family. Probably. So there was nobody to step in and take Yeah, probably Brianna, because the, is from what I gather. Probably because Diana was such a weirdo that her family probably knew she was she's like eventually going to do something wackadoo. And they were like, we don't want anything to do with her. So she gets married to, you know, some guy that would marry her. That's like, okay, you're going to take care of me. Fine. I can play my music all day long. And then. Well, I think she really kept people at arm's length. Like one of her husband's bandmates says, you know, it all kind of makes sense now. You know, I thought she was a little odd, but I thought that they had a good family, but she never let me in the house. Like they would practice in the garage or something, Mm. but he, you know, it just was not warm and welcoming. Yeah. Well, she's definitely not warm and welcoming, but it's so weird, but she's like all about church all the time and keeping like, so I don't know, you know, maybe she was fighting her demons inside. She's like, God, I got to go ask for forgiveness every five seconds because I'm thinking about the next way I'm going to kill one of my family members. I feel like she really felt bad feel like she felt bad at all well then what was the church thing about i think it was more of a just her social outlet oh and so they were sentenced to life in prison okay so diane didn't have a reaction you know to to the daughter sarah to the daughter say sorry Uh uh-huh And Rachel spoke at her own sentencing and she apologized to her sister for not being able to stand up for what was right and that she had caused, she apologized for caused her suffering. And at this point, Sarah has forgiven them both, she says. Diane is serving life without parole and Rachel is serving life with parole but she won't be eligible until she is 64 years old. Rachel and Diane are serving their sentences at separate prisons Mm -hmm. in Missouri, which I think is good. If they were there together, I would think almost like. It'd be like being on a sentence. Yeah. 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 I pulled up their recent mug shots and they both pretty much look about the same, which was shitty before. I mean, I'm telling you, they looked real shitty and they look (laughs) shitty still. Like what kind of shitty? Like homely shitty? This is a good picture of them like um, before. Oh, they kind of look anorexic. Yeah, I told you, like extra skinny. Yeah, you know when the face of an anorexic person gets like real sucked in? Yeah. You think they did drugs together? No. No. You just think that's their natural bone structure? Yeah. Natural physique? Yeah. Sometimes I wish my natural physique was a little 
sucked in. <laughs> Not that sucked in. <laughs> Not that sucked in, but sometimes I like that. Um, you know where your bones and your face kind of have like a little definition. You're gonna trigger some people with eating disorders, Tob. Okay, you gotta take that out, Dom John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean that to take it out, but <laughs> yeah, we can't all be perfect. I'm not saying we should be. Yeah. A little junk yeah. in the trunk never hurt anybody, Gretchy. I know. I would love a little junk in the trunk. I got the junk around the middle. That hurts. That hurts somebody. That. Me. <laughs> that has, um, my trainer says that's from stress. Oh. Pretty sure it's accurate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate too. Especially since we're stressed the f out now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is that that's all you have for me? That's all I have for you. So, I mean, here's the thing: when I began this case, I was in a bit of a funk, and I threw myself into this, and then I thought, shoot, I'm not that bad of a mom. This is a bad mom. This is a really bad mom. There has been a like a handful of cases lately too where there are some really bad moms out there and I get it. It's fucking stressful to be a mom, but dude. Like, yeah, I feel like even edibles, when they reported okay? this, yeah, get edibles. Do what you got to do. Keep it light. I just feel like there have been, you know, they did this story was a big, you know, newsmaker, obviously, because it's so bananas. I feel like there's so much more to the whole what happened to Sean thing. Like, did she keep him isolated? He was 26 years old for all that time. Yes, I, I bet you. You don't even know half of what has gone on behind those closed doors, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that just... I, so you know, sad. Just really, it just that part just really breaks my heart. Yeah, because you have an autistic son, so you one know that he's not a burden. They're not a burden, and <laughs> they're you, not a burden. They're just different. And kids and need, need to love. Yeah, and you've just got to find creative outlets yes. for them to express themselves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every child is so different too, right? So like they each have to be even loved differently. Yeah. And cared for differently and talked to differently. Like you can't just because, you know, they all came from your body doesn't mean that they're all the same. Which is really crazy to me. Dude, I don't know how people have more than three kids. I mean, I really am an advocate that you stop at two. <laughs> good job at that one yeah okay clearly yeah because it is so hard to connect with all of your kids every day like me trying to do it you know with three kids is it's extra that's the hard part it's just I, being able these to people that have like six I feel like there'd be like three I wouldn't even say hello to <laughs> I can hardly feed three lunch. You know, I'm I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock. Have you guys eaten yet? Yeah. Is he breakfast? I'm a real, yeah. really not good at that. 
So yeah, I think that having a lot of kids is definitely more challenging. But remember when I bring when I bring some of Kyla's friends on vacation and stuff, it's it's not hard. Like it gets easier as they grow up. So I think having four or five or six kids that are 10 and over. Yes. But you know what? So we just went on vacation with and Kyla brought a friend and I was so glad she did because Tab's oldest daughter is a little out of the age Age. bracket of all the rest of the kids all kind of clumped together. And her friend was a delight. But the thing of it is, is that, yeah, okay. so they have. Do you feel like you really connected with Kyla during that trip? No, because she's with her friend. I know. So that's another thing. It's like, I think you can only connect to your kids until they're like preteens, 12 years old. Then they all want to have friends. And then you're going to have this, this kind of age range where you're a little more disconnected. You have to do things one-on-one with them. Yes. Yeah. You have to take them on a one-on-one. Away from their friends. Away from their friends and away from their siblings. Yes. And that's how you connect for your kids. So I'm saying if you got like four or five kids, how do you make time? I plan on making time to do one-on-one stuff with my kids when they get to that age. But if you have like five, how do you, how do you make time? It's harder. It's hard. It's very, listen, hats off to all of you. Three plus kids. Yeah. it's, It's not easy. But if you're on the fence about having the third, seriously, I recommend stopping at two. It's a whole lot easier to travel, rent a hotel room. Everything is easier for a family of four. Cars. Parks, all of it. Cars. A family of five. It's a whole nother car. You can't also go on some rides, especially like, oh my gosh, when we would take the kids to Disneyland, we had two moms and six kids. It's just impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. So, oh my God. Remember when we put, we have shoved Kyla on some rides by herself, by herself and told her to say she was seven. Yeah. Where it was like, (laughs) oh my God, she seriously could fall out. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the one she's sitting in front of us and I'm like, I could kind of almost hold her if she was going to like fall out. I'm like, I'll, I'll jump up and grab her. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God they're all big enough. We don't have to like have the sacrificial Kyla anymore. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a crazy episode. I'm sad that happened. Fuck. But also pat yourself on the back, everybody. That's not giving your kids antifreeze. You're good moms. We're all doing really good. We're surviving. And if you're going a little loco in the quarantino, no schools, Fucking maybe get yourself some edibles and eat some pizza. Fuck it. Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. Don't poison anybody. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if keto's making you too stressed out, then fuck it. Oh my, fuck it. But if it's not making you too stressed out and you're losing a couple pounds, then keep going because, okay. you know, it does work to drop the weight. Another thing I was reading a lot about is weightlifting. That builds the muscle. The muscle burns the fat. Okay. So it is a good idea to not just do cardio, but to actually get some I know. muscle building. Okay. So start doing that too, Gretchy. 
Yeah, I might get back to that. Do we have any reviews oh, you want to read my for this? Oh, gosh, you guys. Thank you so much for giving us reviews. We really like them, especially when they're nice. And this week we have all nice ones, Gretchy. Oh, gosh. So XXFZZI. That mm-hmm. is a really interesting um, nickname, but... They say, love them. I find them very entertaining. Five stars, ladies. Thanks so much. Uh, best ever. Her mom and sister love listening to us. And that's G. Citraro. You guys probably have a fun family. Oh, my God. For sure. Not like this family we just talked about. Um, I think it's Lila White or Lila White. She says, clink, clink. Um, clink, clink. She likes listening to the stories that she hasn't heard 50 times already. Thanks so much. A. Collins says, love. Love listening to you, ladies. LS32, listening to us is like hanging out with friends. Hannah in Grundy, Virginia. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Her best friend, Katie, and her listen to us every week. Isn't that nice? That's so nice. I love when you guys tell your friends. It's so helpful for us too. So please do that. Melissa H in Brunsville, Texas. JPD. Love the banter. I think that's it. Okay. Thanks everybody. Thank you so much. Wandering skeleton. Did we get that one before? I don't think so. I would remember a wandering skeleton. I know. That is such an awesome name. The best. And she says, I have so much love for you to Disco Biscuits. Chrissy Ededick. And her name is Luna. Oh, my God. Soul sister. Uh, Thank you. All right. So that's it for two-day Gretsch. And I think you guys have maybe four more days to buy merch. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. get your Disco Biscuits shirts while they last because I just have the sneaking suspicion they're not going to last much longer. <sighs> but maybe they will. Okay. Okay, clink, clink. Clink, clink.